Our scripture reading today is found in Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 36. Let us hear the word of the Lord. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it, all, for it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of the Lord. Well, we're starting a brand new year. That may seem a little odd to say that right now, but that's the truth. This is the first Sunday of the new year on the Christian calendar. We begin with Advent. Out in the world, everyone is preparing for the holidays. But for all of us, both those who proclaim the Christian faith as well as those who just live their lives, this time of year can be a difficult time to navigate. Really, we do it to ourselves, don't we? We plan too much, we do too much, we expect too much. I guess we're trying maybe to recapture some of the, the qualities of, of Christmases long ago where we felt safe, happy, maybe a little closer together. And that's, that's the thing. That is exactly where Jesus is guiding us in today's passage from Luke. We'll hear more in a moment, but let me pray for us. Holy Spirit, come and be with us in this time of worship. Open our minds and change our hearts. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts combined be pleasing to you, O Lord. You're our rock and redeemer. We pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know about you, but this time of year when we're all preparing for the annual Thanksgiving feast that just happened, and we're cleaning the house in preparation for the arrival of friends and family all the way through December, I'm more focused on the trees. That's right. I'm like that comic strip character, Ed Crankshaft. I'm always waiting for that last leaf to fall so that I can get it off the lawn. In fact, I know that, you know, they say that, that leaves don't really hurt the grass. In fact, they add organic material and they're beneficial to a healthy lawn. I just don't like to see brown dead leaves in my yard. So 
I'm focused on getting the leaf blower out and cleaning up the lawn, which at this time of year is a daily task because as soon as you get that nice green carpet clean, you turn your back and boom, there's more leaves. And so I have learned, now that I have spent two autumns in the parsonage, you know, the parsonage only has one tree, and it's not big. It doesn't generate many leaves. But all along the southern edge is a row of giant oaks. And while they belong to someone else, the parsonage gets all the leaves. So what I've learned is that if I blow those leaves in the direction of the prevailing winds, they're just swept away. They're gone. Of course, they all blow over onto Jeff Craig's property. But I figure I'm just passing on what God has created, right? Thank you, Jeff. You're such a good neighbor. And really, this is more appropriate for the love thy neighbor sermon, so I'm just going to leave it there. But I'm certain that Jesus wouldn't hold it against us when we grumble about the leaves. Actually, he tells us here in Luke to watch the trees, watch the fig tree and all the trees, because, well, they're a sign of the coming kingdom. As we've come to the end of the Christian year and, and we've begun a new one, We've been reading some of the apocalyptic scriptures. Those scriptures that talk about end times. And that's really an appropriate way to begin our Advent journey because it completes the Christmas story. It gives us both some background and I think some closure for where we're headed. Advent is about so much more than just preparing uh, oneself to celebrate the birth of the baby Jesus. It's about preparation, all right, but it's about a different kind of preparation. We're preparing ourselves for eternity, and so we start out slowly. The word Advent simply means coming, the coming of some notable event or person be it the first coming or the second coming, the entire Jesus story is about the coming of God's kingdom on earth. And that's what we're preparing for. When we talk about end times, it often evokes fear. Fear of the end. Fear of the conclusion of life as we know it. But then... Think for a moment about life as we know it. Think about illness, loneliness, crime, injustice, racism, hatred of all kinds, war, cataclysmic events. The list is endless. Wouldn't we rather move on to a life that God has prepared for us and promised to us? A life void of all these things and filled with nothing but good. For us, 
in the here and the now life, this is what Jesus represents. The birth of the Messiah is good news. So what have we to fear? You know, we've all suffered from some fear from time to time. It could be over the loss of a loved one or an illness or some set type of setback in life. And those fears are often compounded at this time of year when we put even more pressure on ourselves to try and live up to our often unreasonable expectations. But that isn't what Jesus is going for in this, in this bit of prophecy from Luke. No, we cannot, nor should we, entertain the notion of simply jumping into eternal life. Now that's really only for God to know. But Jesus is trying to convince us that, that this life of ours right now can be made tolerable. We can even enjoy the time we spend here, even when we feel lost, even when we have lost all hope. But in these times, when the whole world is pressing in on us, and our faith and all that we've come to believe seems to shake, this is the time that Jesus gives us some directions, some commands, if you will. So Jesus' first step for when all this chaos and gloom and doom feels really thick all around us, we are to stand up for some fresh air, some fresh perspective on life. We raise our heads so that we can see his promises in motion. And after we've raised our eyes up from all this chaos, Jesus then tells us to look around and, and see what else is true and trustworthy. He uses the parable of the fig tree to describe how, how real and almost natural all of these, these bad events will be in human history and in our lives. So with each season, a different stage occurs in the tree. And these, these changes help us understand how time doesn't just move forward, but tends to repeat in cycles. And at every step of the way, we'll be able to know that the kingdom is coming closer and closer. When we see the signs of things changing, Jesus says we can take comfort in knowing that the kingdom of God is near, even if everything else we built our life upon, including our ideas about God, all pass away. That's sometimes hard for us to comprehend how things could just pass away. So here on this first Sunday in Advent, Jesus is simply telling us to pay attention, to be observant, to let go of all that, that worldly 
preparation of cooking and cleaning and, and all the busyness, everything that, that tends to be attached to the coming holidays, we should focus on what really matters. What really matters to us and to the ones that we love. So pay attention, he says, because Advent has multiple layers to it. There's the, the remembrance part where, where we can look back and we have this desire to recapture the birth of the baby. We really want to hear angels singing and believe that even for a moment, peace on earth is within the realm of possibility. We look back to to account for all the blessings that have been poured into our lives. But at the same time, the, the scriptures remind us that there is still something coming on the horizon, something new and different, something powerful and grand. And so we do look for the coming of the kingdom, that time when the lion will lie down with the lamb, when we'll beat our our swords into plowshares and our spears into pruning hooks when we'll study war no more. So the promise is this. There is a day out there for which we hope. And Advent is a looking forward to that day as well as looking back. Pay attention, he says. Look at the trees, Jesus tells us, raise your heads and look around. Look up, but just look. Look to see what you can see while all the time being on guard so that you're not weighed down and that you don't miss the coming of the kingdom, that you don't miss the one who comes in the clouds. That's the amazing thing about this season. There are glimpses of the kingdom that appear when we least expect it. And those, those glimpses can be found in the sighting of our Savior. Where do we find that? Well, we find our Savior in the eyes of, of those who are filled with wonder they're heard in the softly spoken thank yous and the, and the expressions of, of wonder on children's faces. There are prayers of hope and of love and a peace that calms us if we pay attention. This year, we hear from the prophet Jeremiah, who simply says it best, the days are surely coming, says the Lord. I will cause a righteous branch to spring up. Not just any branch. Not the branches that fall with the leaves that cover the lawn. Not the branches from a tree that's too old to sustain them any longer. Not those dead things. But the branches higher up, the ones that are still growing the ones that are still producing and still reaching toward heaven. 
Those are the ones that we look to. It's not the dead branches of the past that we cling to. It's the new growth that God will cause. You hear those words, that God will cause. A branch that springs up, that springs forth to bring us all good things, including salvation. There's more to come, more to be revealed, more justice to be executed, more righteousness to cover the land like leaves on the lawn. Yep, that's right. When you pay attention, you see a mess that you need to clean up. And that can be tiring. But you also see life dying and raising life enough to give you hope in a hopeless world. So be blessed on your Advent journey. Let's pray. Loving and merciful God, order our minds and soften our hearts as we begin this Advent journey. Bless our lives that we might come to know the hope that you give through the inbreaking of your Holy Spirit. Allow us to embrace our Advent hope and prepare ourselves for the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.